Mayor, don't vote for me. Explain that you're going to have a mock election for mayor in your classroom, but it's a job nobody wants. Each student must convince their group and the class that they should not be mayor and they should give reasons why. So let your students think of all the reasons why they shouldn't be voted for as mayor. It can be something like, I'm very lazy, so you don't want to pick me. I've got the worst handwriting. I would be a powerful dictator and I would take your lunch money. Whatever reasons they can come up with, let them write it down and then they have to share it with the class or in smaller groups. This is the opposite of the deserted island activity I explained in another video, where students have to explain why they have to stay on the island. In this activity, they should give reasons why they shouldn't be picked. If you have a large class, put the students into smaller groups where they have to explain to the rest of the group in one or two minutes why they shouldn't get picked. Then go around the group. Once they are done, they should vote on who should be mayor. The losers in all the groups then come to the front of class. They explain again why they shouldn't get picked as mayor and then the class votes. It's a fun activity because students don't have to take themselves seriously. Try it in your class. Jeopardy. Instead of answering questions like a normal quiz show, students have to answer in the form of a question. Each card has a word with a point value. You create five categories and each category has five answers or questions with harder cards as a higher point value. You can create your own categories related to whatever topic you are teaching that week, or you can use this one I have found for you. Place the students into groups. Each group gets a chance to pick a question. Turn the card over, or write the answer on the spot. The group gets a chance to answer in question form. If they make a mistake or cannot answer, the other groups have a chance to try. So capitals, London, what is the capital of London? Cheetah, what is the fastest land animal? Sushi, what is the national dish of Japan? This is a great game that you can use with a variety of categories and it's all up to you. Labyrinth, write words on the board with start and finish on opposite sides. Pair students up or create groups. Each turn they get to say one word. If they are right, they can continue. If they make a mistake, they go back to the start. That way, this game stays competitive throughout. Cat, bear, oh, sorry, wrong, you need to go back. Cat, rain, friend, oh, sorry, you need to go back. Students love this game. The first team to reach the end wins. It takes zero effort, but can help students learn vocabulary and practice reading, or just waste some time. Timeline. From the start of human civilization, we remember some of the most famous people and inventions. Using this timeline worksheet, students arrange the timeline according to their birth date and the invention here. First, practice with your students. Draw a timeline on the board, January to December. Then ask your students their birthdays. Write it on the board at the correct date. Explain to your students that they now have to complete the timelines. First the timeline for famous people and then the timeline for inventions. Hand them these worksheets and in pairs or groups let them fill in where they think these dates go. From earliest to oldest 
go through the correct order of the history timelines. For example, paper was invented 1300 years earlier than the printing press. The teacher then helps everyone by giving them the correct answers. You can continue and ask the students other questions about the people or the inventions. What did Alexander the Great do? What is he famous for? What is Albert Einstein famous for? What do we use the printing press for? Why was it so important? I've shared the file and correct order in the description below. Next, let students create their own timeline. It could be about a celebrity, themselves, their school, country or a company. Einstein's Riddle. Einstein's Riddle is a challenging detective style activity where students have to use logic to solve the nationality, pet, drink, color and hobby of each homeowner. It's been accredited to Einstein and it's said that only 2% of people can solve it in their heads. Luckily for you, I put the worksheet in the description below. Using logic, they figure out who lives where, what they drink, their pet, their color, and their house. For example, the Norwegian lives in the first house. The owner in the middle drinks milk. Students continue until they complete the whole worksheet. This activity works for students of most ages and usually takes about 20 to 30 minutes to complete. Once a student is done, tell them to turn their papers over and continue other work without giving the answers away. After most of the students are done, you can go through the answers by asking the class. Multi-purpose items. First, show the class an object, any object. Next, give them a couple of minutes to think of all the different uses for that item. After about five or six minutes, the teacher asks students to share what they have come up with. For example, you can use a fork to eat food, to comb your hair, open cans, mix ingredients, clean pans. Not so bad for a simple fork. The multi-purpose items activity encourages creativity and it's fun to hear what they come up with. Once they are done, place students in groups. Each student gets an item they have to sell to the rest of the group. First, do an example so that they have something to work with. Rhyme time. Place your students into groups. Next, hand out the rhyme time activity sheet. Now bring out your stopwatch and get your students to think of as many rhymes as possible for each group. Finally, the group with the most rhymes wins. Then each student should create their own individual poem using the rhyme words. Time, spine, work, core. You can also teach them about rhyming patterns first and show them how poems are created. Scatter sheets. Scatter sheets are great as a warm-up to introduce a topic, vocabulary practice, and as a fluency exercise. First, do an example. Write a word on the board. Next, ask students to write down words related to that word. If the topic is home, you can say bed, kitchen, fridge, family, anything that is related to that word or theme. The students get to learn new vocabulary and they get to think of ways to connect with the words together. This is a great exercise for students to learn. They can also create their own scatter sheets but I gave you some scatter sheets that you can use in the description below. With those scatter sheets, explain each word to the students. Now put them into groups. One student picks a word secretly, then explains it to the group. Each member in the group gets two chances 
to guess the right word. If a person guesses correctly, they win a point and you cross out that word they picked. Continue until all the words are finished. Fortunately, unfortunately. First, you have to say something good that happened. Fortunately, I woke up early this morning. Then a student has to give a negative. They have to say, unfortunately, you forgot your homework when you got to school. Continue it with the next students having to say something positive. Fortunately, you called your mom and she delivered your homework. Continue the story. Unfortunately, class was canceled and you had to go to PE instead. Continue this for as long as possible. It's better if you put students in groups and give them different starting points so that you can see how the stories evolve. Pictionary. Students can draw words or phrases. So put the students into two or three groups, give each group a word, and then students take turns to go to the front, draw the word, and then their friends have to guess what it means. 